The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is Will Simmons. And he is Spencer Kitley. And this is, here, let's start over, since I got you a mouthful of drink. He is Will Simmons. Oh, and he is Spencer Kidley. And this is After Reality. This is the Mixed Bag Bag podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, sponsored by our partners at Fantasy4Reality.com. We have uh, a fun little show this week. It's the Mixed Bag, like I said. Talking Big Brother, we're talking new new favorite of the pod, Love After Lockup, and uh, and some of your Bravo favorites, a little below deck, um, some news around Roni that came out today, and uh, and we we'll even throw in, we're going to talk a little uh, HBO Hard Knocks, uh, Los Angeles football style. Uh, Will, what's the good word? You know, uh, things are changing, um, especially with some of these shows ending. And, uh, yeah, the, the news that you were going to talk about was kind of a big hit, big, big, like, whoa, that is a big change to our well, Rony world. You called it. Well, we, I would talk about it right now. I, Dorinda's announced that she's leaving the show, but you talked yeah. about this last week that there was going to be a shakeup on New York and maybe a, a full house cleaning on Beverly Hills. I am basically the Nostradamus of this group. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I, it sucks. It's her because she brings story and entertainment every every chance she gets. So, which most of the, the the New York cast does as well. But like, I really like Dorinda, even if she's crazy. <laughs> um, don't hate it because don't like her. Uh, but I also don't like Ramona either. I, I just Ramona's give, worse. Just give me Sonia, Leah, and even Luann, and and I'll roll with it. Uh, we already we we already lost one housewife mid season in Tinsley, which yeah. admittedly didn't offer a whole lot to the show. Dorinda does though, right? Like her or not, she is a factor in the show. I mean, she yeah. is a large presence. Ramona, she could go away forever, and I think we'd be okay. Yeah, <laughs> they they put on for the show, maybe sure. more on New York than anywhere else. But I think they're more like who they actually are. Well, Beverly Hills is very much like, are we seated yet? Can we start talking now? Like, okay, great. Bravo, bravo, bravo. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Wait, we're, 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 getting, we're putting the cart before the horse here. Yeah, I know. Let, let's put Bravo on ice. We'll come back to it. Um, we'll start things off with Big Brother. But anything, anything else that, that out, outside the realm of what we're planning to talk about that you want to make sure that uh, we, we put out here uh, on Front Street? Uh, not the top of my head. No, I watched Love Island last night. Actually, mm. I got to watch half of it because I waited till it was too late, and real then I realized it was a two-hour premiere. Oh, that's fun! It's a five nights a week show, and with a with with a, a recap show built in as well. Like five uh, in a row? I I think it skips around. I I can't remember which night nights or off nights. Um, but filmed at the Dre's nightclub, home of Polly D's residency at um, the Cromwell in Las Vegas. 
um, five guys, five girls to, to, to get things going. They're, they're young and dumb. Um, and, and, and that's kind of where, where we leave it as far as, uh, episode one, but it's one of those shows where you cycle in new people, like, like every other Island paradise type show. So, um, one of my favorite parts is the the narrator's kind of funny and makes jokes at the expense as he narrates the the show. But uh, that's that. Um, I had another show that that came to mind that I this is escaping me now as far as uh, what I was going to talk about. But I, I'm sure it'll come back. <laughs> Anything else that, that that you you have on the radar shows wise right now or where? Um, man, there was something. I'm, it might come to me later, but. Um... No, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head right now. All right. Well, before we jump into Big Brother, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online? I'm going to flip the script. You're going to follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Then check us out on Facebook on the like and like the After Reality TV Podcast page. Then follow us on Twitter, After Reality Pod. Subscribe or download your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. And check out the website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No news this week out of Bachelor Nation. We've had like a steady few weeks here of news. Actually, I lie. We, okay. we, we found out where uh, Matt James's season is filming. It's mm. filming in Pennsylvania. I, I for, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the, the name of the, it's this Woodland Resort in uh, Pennsylvania, and it is called, I don't remember. <laughs> it, it it's the uh this it's like i said it's this east coast resort um and it is are you on the edge of your seat are you on the edge about, of your seat it's not, it's not called the la quinta it <laughs> is the nema colon ah grand nema colon <laughs> the nema which we've Turns out, I like. I think we filmed there twice previously. I believe JoJo had a, had a had a week date, whatever you want to call it, uh, there. So we'll be returning back there for Matt James's season, and it was discovered because the exact dates of filming were completely xed off on the reservations calendar on the resort's <laughs> website. So, anyhow, there you go. That's news go. from Bachelor Nation. I would anticipate it might not be all that long before we have um, Bachelor on TV, Bachelorette on TV. No, uh, I've actually spoken to several of my production buddies, and like everybody's slowly going back to work, and a lot of things are happening. Um, there's a lot of care being taken, like have to wear masks while you're shooting, things like that. Um, so things are happening. So we're not going to be without content for much, for very long at all. Like we're about, we're still like, there's still new shows coming out that are going to keep filling these gaps for a minute. So I, I, you know, I think we're probably gonna be set for the rest, rest of the year and moving forward. And while I've taken a couple of weeks break, there is more, there are some more of those bachelor goat shows coming out. Uh, the Nick Vial season that's coming up here in, in the next week or so. Well, then, like, Below Deck just said we have seven more episodes after last, you know, like, last week. Which is crazy because... An hour and a half. We thought there was, like, 
two charters and i was like wait there's eight episodes yeah like are they, i don't know if they're spreading them out or there's actually that much content or that includes reunion i, I don't know but eight's a lot that's great that is happy to have it the i'm gonna i make a point to go do some deep dives and see like what what is actually in production uh right now uh we're aware of a, a couple of the bravo shows but uh this week it looked as though people were departing to go to the challenge mm-hmm. yep uh, you saw that so and and some of the rumored cast uh high octane i'll say and and some new people that i'm aware of from other other shows but not from the challenge so eh, who knows so would that be not mark long's dream is <laughs> it's not the bring back the ogs i think that was too soon to do so maybe we can cross our fingers for hopefully not a spinoff but even if it is a spinoff i'd love to see an ogs uh like pros versus ogs or i guess it wouldn't be pros yep um joes versus ogs right 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 Anyhow. nice um also before we get to the big brother uh one of the shows I watched, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Toe, as they call it, um, they actually just did a mid-season break. So I feel like they're elongating that season a little more because why would take a break at this point? Yeah. So, Some, yeah. That's what we saw with Roni and uh, Beverly Hills. Uh, yeah. There's more so to wrap up production. Yeah. And we've we started to see, like, another wave of interviews on those shows. Yeah, you saw a couple of like new rooms, new styles. Yeah, yeah they've, they've. It's like okay, we haven't seen this um, setting yet, and it's actually interesting to watch. I don't know. I'm sure you've picked up on this, but like Luann on New York has gotten more and more fit as it's gone along. Oh yeah, yeah. she's. I mean, for her age, man, she's yeah. doing it right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she likes the yoga, or maybe the yoga lattes, Kirsten Cohen style. Or the uh, uh, the the Dorinda whatever she called her workout the uh, yeah it's the, the aerobics. <laughs> I just opt for the uh, Russian bathhouse with Leah. All right, why not? Right, yeah. We're all in on talking New York, but before we got to get into Big Brother, uh, let's do it. We're coming in off of a week uh, where we're ni- we we saw the nomination so nominations. Men- nim- golly. Memphis nominated David and Nicole Anthony. And to put it lightly, the two of them were not pleased. Um, Memphis was harsh. We talked about it last week because that's where we left off uh, on the pod last week. Um, there was there was a lot of kind of strategery going on, trying to get people to – trying to get Memphis to maybe pull off a back door. Uh, they were wanting them to backdoor Janie or, or, or Kaser. Um, meanwhile, Janie and Kaser were wanting him to backdoor Nicole Franzel. So there was there was a lot of that going on. Um, it was kind of an interesting way to get the week going. And then Cody started spiraling into paranoia. Um, and they people were writing hard, Will, to for Janie and Kaser to to get backdoored and. Uh, a lot of storytelling that that about the way Janie and Kaser were acting, mm-hmm. um, 
and, and that's kind of where we we came into the week. Like, where's your head at if you're Memphis coming into to this week? If I'm him, I I'd be a douchebag, and therefore I would probably think that I got everything wrapped under my my thumb here. But uh, I, I think. Uh, I don't know. He's got two sides, right? He could easily side with, with the, the Janelle and Kaser, which is like this old school group, school group, and they could actually probably do a lot of damage really quickly um, or actually take, take back some of the game. But they've got, they're outnumbered with the Cody group, so it's like I feel like you still got to stick with them. Um, but, like, I don't know. He's had an easy way out this week. He played it very safe, which is fine. You know, he's still here for another week, plus, you know, Tyler, you know, see when the, the HOH show like he's protected, but uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of his game. I think people are starting to see holes in his game and I, I hope that it catches up to him, but uh, I don't know. He's uh he's made an interesting pl- place for himself at this point. I, I agree that I, well, maybe I don't agree. Cause I don't know if you've said this exactly, but I feel like he, Janelle, Kaser, maybe another person or two could have been a pretty solid and loyal alliance. Right. I, I think the, the larger six person alliance, which it doesn't have a name yet. Does it? I think they, uh, they yeah. had something. They have the little, like the, the side alliance that Devon and company are in has a name, right. but anyhow, like that alliance is going to fall apart. Um, yeah. And and we'll get into it a little as we go, but we had, we had the veto comp this week. Um, uh, with Ian as Dirk Space Jammer, um, which who was kind of like the interstitial to the thing, but the people that were going to play in the veto comp, Memphis Ian or Captain Dirk space jammer uh nicole a tyler david nicole franzel um let's talk a little bit about that the pov comp that was for the week and kind of where where we ended up after that which wasn't a whole lot different than where we were before (laughs) (laughs) so the veto comp um memphis draws ian nicole a draws tyler david draws nicole f um, not really working out for for them at this point. Uh, so, uh, I'm missing it. I'm sorry. I'm jumping. You're you're moving things around and losing my place. <laughs> POV competitions that we're at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're playing this game called All Star Night. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah, All Star Night. So stay in the center of your star, balance your sphere on the disc at the end of the two poles, and that's it. It's a typical survivor comp, very straightforward. Um, the two coals are out pretty quickly. Um, Ian's next to go. David loses courtesy of his eyes of the ball to, speak, to peek at Memphis, which this guy cannot get out of his own way, which is really annoying because everyone's just trying to hear help him out, and he just cannot help himself out. Tyler's next to go. Memphis wins the power, golden power veto, and kind of a kind of a – Terrible situation. I, I love to be in. that you hate Memphis because I like him. 
I literally don't know anybody but you that likes him. Seriously. Everybody I watch the show with is like, fuck this guy. And I'm like, Spencer I, loves this guy. <laughs> I liked him 10 years ago or whatever when, when he played, 14 years ago. Um, same guy? Still like the same? <laughs> he was a mixologist then, which actually oh, Julie yeah. mixed that in the other night. She's like, the former mixologist. I'm like, really, Julie? He's got a real mm, job now. Yeah, he's a restaurateur. Um, but yeah. 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 I just wish somebody would have won. I wish I wish we could have seen um I wish we would have seen uh Tyler have to make a decision here, you know, and see where he would have gone. So that would have been cool. But I'm you, glad David didn't win. You mean someone forced Memphis's hand. Right, exactly. Exactly. Because I want to see what where he goes from there. Yeah. I there's there's all this talk that follows that, right? It's um hey, like backdoor Janie and Kaser. It's still still the conversation. And in my opinion, it's week two. You don't you don't rock the boat. You yep. don't backdoor people in week two. I don't, no, you don't. I don't care what's going on. Like you you just don't do it. Like it, everybody can talk a big game. You'd be like, especially Danny, who's like, oh, you say you're a good player, but like you don't you you're not willing to do this and you're nothing. I'm like, you wouldn't do it either. It's 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 like game suicide to to go try to make a big move this early in the game. Yep. Like, no, it is. It, it's never worked for anyone. So if 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 Memphis does doesn't win this, and then David gets taken down or Nicole gets taken down, who do, who do you think he should put up? Hypothetically, uh, obviously. Baylor Devon. Yeah. Like they're they're the other people that aren't in this alliance or or Enzo. Hmm. But but him and Enzo are are kind of tight. So yeah, they're like that's the other guy. So when I was talking about building an old school alliance, Memphis, Enzo, Janie, Kaser. Let's go. I don't, I don't hate that group. No, I don't like Memphis, but I like that group better. <laughs> and, and if I could somehow pull Danny into that group, because Danny's old school too. Um. That's a that's a good group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they start talking about the veto and the veto meeting, there's a lot of push to replace one of his nominations. Pretty hard. Yeah, and I mean that they're putting the screws to him and he, he put, he's smart about it. Like he does it, he sticks to his decision. Like not gonna use it, which is absolutely what he should have done. It doesn't leave you with blood on your hands. It doesn't expose your alliance any further. Like, if they were, if the people in his alliance were really like loyal to the alliance, they would understand. Like, why should we tip our hand to everybody that there's six of us together? Mm-hmm. It become the more people that you have to put out or put out there. Out. Easier it is to, to see the 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 uh, the lines drawn in the sand in the house, and uh, like for me, it was the right move. I I, I think you agree, but w- was that the right? Yeah. Move? No, I mean I I think I think so. Um, I like that move because I think it opens the door for people to say, "Why aren't you with us?" Um, but because uh, I think he's his the way he played this hoh was kind of just a kind of a, just a really egotistical way and it's like too early to kind of feel this way and i'm like okay dude 
knock down a peg here. But yes, keeping that as it is, it's very safe. You don't rink any feathers. You make the next week have to make more a decision than whoever wins at HOH, which, you know, turns out to be Tyler. Yeah. Yep. Um, we end up sitting, like, long story short, by a landslide, I think, <sighs> what, like, 10 to 2 or 10 to 3. 11 to 2 i don't remember what it was yeah it was it was uh 10 to 1 10 to I think one. it was one, one, one it, vote for it was just enzo right yeah like um nicole a goes up. no it was kevin it was kevin then it was two votes because julie told her yeah enzo was one of the ones that voted for. oh him. yeah 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 um my friend that watches the live feed says they literally uh were kind of not sure who they're voting for pretty pretty pretty, pretty much the last minute okay but nicole seemed very understanding of why she was going home and that kind of sucks because as soon as she finds out that Janelle actually had her back, I mean, it was like punching the gut for her, which she tried to tell you, you want to listen. It was like Janelle cried that you didn't trust her. Yeah. Which that doesn't happen. Um, interesting too. Like we got her answer on there's nobody's coming back into this game. Julie showed the alliance on a on a big screen. So yep, um, yep. That, that's not part of the game this season. Uh, which I mean, I get it, but they could have quarantined people uh, there in the lot. It was interesting. Um, had a conversation with a coworker of mine this week who did a a summer like. TV film class in college um, in the Midwest, but then they, they sent them out to uh, LA for the summer and they actually lived on the CBS lot, like right next to the big brother house. So the big brother house was filming. Like this is like probably season one, season two, a big brother, but like it's interesting that there are somewhat of quarters on the CBS lot that people would be or college students would be bunked up there for the summer. But, uh, hey. So I, I thought of that when I was like, Hey, we could be quarantining people right there on the lot. Sure. Well, yeah. Actually, which, which, which they might be quarantining the crew actually right there on the lot. Uh, maybe um, I'm hearing there's just a lot of daily testing kind of thing. Just keep everyone doing their part still going home kind of thing. I know some people, I know a couple of friends that are starting shows. They had to get quarantined ahead of time, but it's not required while they're working necessarily. Yeah. This also depends. I mean, that is a, that is a lot show, which is pretty rare for these kind of things, but yeah, which I, I talked about love Island earlier. I'm, I'm sure the crew is just quarantined there at the casino with them because they have the run of the place. Possibly. I, I mean, I, I wonder what like the local crew would do, you know, Everyone, there's a lot of people that are going to travel in for it, obviously, but right, yeah, which their crew may typical they may have a typical crew, right, for that show. And, and oh, yeah, they don't, and it's not a Las Vegas based show, it's a yeah, it's usually somewhere else, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the the well, let's talk about the HOH, which. I kind of liked. I like this beer shuffleboard thing that they that they played in it, and it wasn't easy. No, it wasn't. Um, it was actually fairly. Inter- it was actually entertaining to watch. Um, they get to practice this one, which I'm like, oh, 
they get to practice these often? And my friend that, who just recently rewatched the entire series and also has been trying to get on it, he's like, oh, yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I didn't realize they get to okay, try so out these games a lot of times. On the live feed, you get to see them try it out? They actually showed a clip of it on the show. They actually showed them saying they are – I think they, 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 they let us know that they were going to get a shot or something like that, but he confirmed that this is a very standard thing they do. Yeah, I, I, I know that. Like, I – there's been times where we've gotten actually a long time ago, actually got to see them practice. Yeah. Um, I feel like I saw a clip either it was the week before or that, that episode where just a quick clip of them getting maybe like in between something like Julie saying something about that, but I, I don't remember regardless. They got the practice for this, which definitely helped because if not, I think this has been a, a really shitty competition. <laughs> well, and, but I'm, actually surprised they got to practice this one because I thought some of them were so bad at it. Yeah, I mean, uh, that pressure is pretty tough. I mean, the fact you have to turn around and grab them and then and start playing. And then, like, Christmas went and sat down every one of her, her mugs before pushing them. I'm like, you're wasting time. Part of this is timed. I'm all with you. I don't care if you have small hands. Yeah. Um, just, or at least take them all with me. Yeah, just take them all to one place. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but um, Janelle, damn, I was like, here we go. Because... I really felt like if she didn't win, that this is going to be a bad week for her. And, you know, I was pretty much right. But uh, she made it close. Tyler won. Um, Tyler's great. I mean, no doubt about it. Yeah. I, I'm i really pulling for, for Janie and Kaser to somehow both get out of the week and mount some type of offensive. But they need help. And they have the right types of games to, to try to make something happen. I hope hopefully they can rally some troops and – and and bring it all in um but like like you said tyler's the hoh and yeah. uh janie and caser's names they are in everyone's mouth uh for the week uh, uh yeah it's that's unfortunate because i i feel like more often than not kind of like we saw on the challenge you get or and sometimes like in survivor the, the old folks go home so early, and those are the ones I really want to see play again because I either haven't seen them play. I want to see them play again. And, like, losing – I don't know much about Kaser, but I do like the way he's been playing so far. I'm hoping if someone has to go home, it's, it's him, unfortunately. But I'm also hoping that there's a veto winner in this, and whoever gets put up next is the one to go, and we, they both stay, so – yeah, if 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 there's gonna be someone that can talk their way into staying, it's one of those two. Yeah. Uh, yep. You there's a, we we mentioned it earlier that that this fake, maybe it's not fake, maybe that's not the right word, but other alliance, the slick six. Yeah, half fake. Bailey, Tyler, Enzo, Danny, Devon, and Cody. Everyone in this house thinks they have a, a deal with Tyler and. Might not be the best week to be HOH when you think you have a deal with everyone in the house. Yeah. Not a good idea. Tyler did this to him once before, to himself once before. Yeah, <laughs> on, on, on his previous season. And uh, he called himself out for doing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he's in a tough spot. Um, do you like the way they're doing the, the have, have not stuff this year? Yeah, it's fine. Honestly, I, like unless you watch the live feeds, I mean, like, what really, what position does it really put him in? Is it really that bad of a deal? Especially now you're rotating one week. I mean, like, is that bad? Oh, the the food predicament. Like, 
you're you're eating slop and nothing but, slop the entire week. But like you never hear that. Like we don't get they, it. Never makes the episode. Like it very rarely ever is a topic of conversation. It's just a thing they have to go through. Yeah. Since you came back to the show, it, you're absolutely right. It hasn't been a thing for a long time. Like they showed you the have have not competition on television. Like that was a thing. Um, and there was a big production of like they come back in and there was like you got to eat slop and this one other thing for the week and it was like a different thing every time and that was a big part of the show like i'd be curious like i i could put the work in and and go watch the feeds but maybe ask one of your friends like or is that still a, a an element of the the live feeds that'd be interesting to find out with with five hours of Love Island, I, I don't know if I <laughs> watch the if I, if I have time to watch the live feeds. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no clue. Uh, but no, it, it doesn't make the show. It is. I know it's painful for them to, that are going through it. But like, yeah, it does, never makes air. And I'm like, okay, great, you're a have night again. Great, so you have a shitty week of sleeping and you eat weird food. Got it. <laughs> there, there was a ha- there was a highlight of the have not thing this week. And that's when Nicole Franzel chose Janelle and was like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing this because um, you haven't done it before, and you like to talk about me. Yeah. Did my outside inside voice come outside? Like, shut up. Like, I don't like her. Like, I I don't like her. I don't have a reason to like her, and I'm just gonna keep not liking her. I, I she was f- okay in my book previously on the show. I ardently don't like her now. <laughs> um, and she immediately regrets it. And it's like you shot the shot. At Janie and it is on, and I, and we even got Janie doing her best nasal Nicole impersonation, which yeah. appreciated. It's funny, Bethany, because Bethany never watched the the Janelle seasons, and so she's like, "What is Janelle? What did Janelle look like back then?" I'm like, because she thinks she's just had all this work done. I'm like, she Janelle looks, looks a exactly lot like, like <laughs> yeah, she looks a, a lot like she does now. Just she just hasn't it hasn't faded right, and just, something's been enhanced. And sure enough, I show a picture of her, and she's like, "Yep, you're right." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Jeez, yeah, like much the same. Yeah, like I mean, I she's a tiny bit heavier because she's had a couple kids. Yeah. But other than that, like Janie looks like Janie of of yesteryear, of thirteen, fourteen years ago. Yeah. But uh, you ever use a bidet? Well, I have. Um, Enzo needs to learn how to use it. That's for sure. He's gonna just. <laughs> Spraying water all over the thing. It's gonna spray it all over the place and leave it there. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. It's kind of gross. We got mixed company here. You can't be doing that. Yeah. No kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think I've ever used a bidet. I've stayed in a hotel where I had the fancy like below deck toilet, uh, where like yeah, would electronic everything. Yeah, like like did like eighteen things to everything except for like fix you a cup of coffee. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, I guess I guess that's maybe a hygiene thing for the uh, for the COVIDs. Yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, Janie and Kaser, I appreciated the segment they did on these two. Like, done three se- each, done three seasons respectively. Actually, sorry, Janie's done four. Um, but three seasons together, they've been ride or dies the whole time. Uh, all of these years. I do think they're the strongest duo in the house. Unfortunately, a duo isn't what you need right now. <laughs> Not at the beginning. <laughs> um, 
and they know about the six person alliance and the six person alliance kind of knows that they know about them so this this is gonna be fun uh the the battle of wills this week and uh they were trying hard to to pull some people over to their side. It could still happen. Like they can yeah. the votes. Um, one of them needs to get off the block though, which yep. Janie's traditionally a comp beast that that can happen. Yep. The problem is she's going to have to go up against Tyler and wherever the comp is. And Tyler's also very good at those. <laughs> yeah. Between Christmas, Tyler, Janie, Cody, those are four really good comp people. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it'll be tough. It's tough sledding all week for them. I feel bad because it's week three. They haven't had to get a really chance to play, and they're already on the block. So, sucks. But the safety suite, um, four people play. Enzo, Nicole, Memphis, and Danny. Remember, yeah. Memphis tried to get everyone to yeah. use their thing those, last week. Those were the only people that could play. Yeah. Um, those four end up playing, um, basically mission possible laser style comp, rescue this large exercise ball, come back to the maze. Memphis would have murdered this comp. And at first I was like, watch him finish this. And everyone else just is so bad at it. He ends up winning this. That'd be so awesome. Then he has to make a decision, right? He, once again, he's put in a position to have to make a choice here and then, so yeah, he sits down, takes a sweet time. Nicole's not good at it. Enzo does really well, but uh, Danny, um, Danny does all right. Enzo wins a safety suite, picks Christmas, which was like left field. Yeah, but kind of made sense uh, in the long run. He wants somebody he can not really on his on his side to do something for him. So why not? And then Christmas trotted out lots of Christmas puns. I was like, oh, you're just a lifetime of Christmas puns. Yeah. Um. I want to. I want to ask a question about Christmas before I do, though. Uh, if Memphis had one, who would his plus one have been? Janelle, I think. You think? I think. I think. You think? I think. Drawn a line in the sand there, or would he have gone? And, I think if he doesn't, then I think they. Or he go, Danny, who's doubting him, and he wants to like. So I don't know. I think I think I think if he's gonna have to pick somebody, he needs to pick Janelle or 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 Kaser because that way he kind of saves face. Because if not, then I feel like they're gonna turn on him and start trying to blow him up in the house somehow. So, but he didn't win. Doesn't matter. Hypotheticals yeah. <laughs> out the window. It'd be better to have those two try to blow you up than have the other five try to blow you up. I guess. But uh, do you know anyone? Does Christmas remind you of anyone that we know? Um, like physically, facial expressions. Not not I, not physically. Facial expressions. She has some very similar. She has some very similar facial expressions to somebody I do know, but I can never really place it. I guess at this point. I think it's Betty. Oh, <laughs> kinda. Uh, but uh, Betty doesn't listen to the podcast, so Betty doesn't know who we're talking about. Um, nominations, Janie and Kaser, they both go up. I thought that for a hot second, they were going to be able to sway Tyler. 
but like those people anybody in that six person alliance is so far in bed yeah that like you can't rock the boat and that's what we talked we've talked about the last two weeks like you can't have that big of alliance this early yeah it's just it's gonna turn bad especially once somebody outside that alliance wins a hoh you know they're gonna have to a lot of lot of back channeling will have to be done yeah like soon as if Janie or caser goes home and then the other one wins hoh next week like what happens then and does memphis memphis ends up in an interesting spot in that scenario yeah but uh i i liked what Janie had to say though like hey i'm a shield I'm a target. That's like that's my MO, right? That I always talk about on Survivor, Big Brother. Like I want to keep the the big dog there in front of me that people want out just a little more than, than they want me out. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I think it's a smart, I mean, it's a it's a good suggestion. Um I I just hate that it's Tyler that has to be make, make this decision because whoever comes back if Kaser and Janelle, you know, have to get split up, whoever comes back they will be gunning for the HOH and immediately have a target to put it on. So we both we both have Janelle on that in that thing that we're playing in, right? Yeah, I have Janelle, Tyler, and uh, Cody. Yeah, I have Janelle, Cody, and someone else. Um, anyhow, I think it's gonna be a fun week here. Uh, week three, we're recording this week on Tuesday, so tomorrow night we get the ball rolling again. Uh, see what happens. I hope there's somehow, some way we keep both of these, uh, both of these two jokers in the house. Uh, final thoughts before we do fantasy scores. No, uh, I mean, like it's exciting. This is where we're at with it, but it's, it's kind of sucks when you, you're somebody you're actually rooting for is early. This early game is on the block. So, yeah. but it's what a game to be played. It's what happens with all stars. When, when yeah. you know everybody, you have a lot of favorites, right? Very true. Um, Fantasy Four Reality, Fantasy the numeral four reality.com. That's where we play all of our fun fantasy games. Our great partners over there, Mr. Matt Gray. I help out doing the scoring. We have our big brother game up. It's not too late. Go sign up, play with your friends, play with your colleagues, and uh, win points as you go along. Uh, Will and I are playing my blonde squad, Renegade Hitman crew. I have 116 points. Will Zingbot's brother, which I think Zingbot might not be in the house this year. 89 points, so very close. Um, pretty low scoring uh, so far, but uh, we'll start mounting some points up. Uh, I lost Keisha. You lost Nicole Anthony. And uh, one of us will lose someone this week. I have Kaser, and you have Jedi Janie. Ready to shift gears? Ready to, uh, ready to, put, ready to get locked up? Go for it. No, this is yours. This is your show. You take it away. You MC. <laughs> you seem like you've you've taken control with this. <laughs> yeah. You, you really enjoy it. Your wife can't wait to watch it on Fridays. <laughs> oh, it's it's must see TV. Yeah. We'll just run down the list here just to catch everybody up. Jessica Maurice. They're uh, in a situation oh, where Maurice oh. lives in LA, and Jessica is living with him on the cousin's couch. Basically, in and it's they call Long Beach. There you go. Uh, basically, they are just going to drive back to Las Vegas at this point. In a nutshell, he wants to get out of there. He wants to go home. They don't have a place to be in L.A. He's just scared of what's happening. 
they're just on their way to Las Vegas now, which is going to break his parole. And he's is a third strike situation for him, which means he goes back to jail for 20 or 30 years, if not forever. If, uh, I'm sitting there watching the TV going, no, don't go. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I mean, they build it up as they're, they're getting to the state line. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> they're going to call parole is going to call for us right now. Like, I mean, I guess technically you, you just have to be in the state. But you have to report. I mean, you actually show up a lot of these things. Like, you don't just well, be, I know, you be like, in the state. You have a certain amount of time to meet them sometimes. Well, right. But, like, you're bound by the boundaries of the state, right? Yeah. So, like, you could be five hours away in the state, right, of California. And, like, maybe you could hustle back from Las Vegas in, in enough time to get there. I don't know. I don't Seems seems like ankle monitors should be in play here. Yeah, I mean that's somebody, and if there are flight risks, that's what happens. But uh, yep, so that's Maurice and Jessica. We'll find out more maybe next week if we get. Sometimes you don't get to see them week to week. Um, <laughs> yeah, like last week we didn't see John and Christiana. Nope, but here they are this week. Um, John meets Christiana's mother, and she mother is more realistic than anybody. Saying, I'm "Not sure this is a good idea," and you know you've been in jail. That's not great either. Finally got to hear about his background. Yeah. Yep. He's been to jail a lot. Tons of times. Um, forgery and mail and like fraud. Uh, money, for, you know, financial fraud is this is kind of his bag. Um, yeah. That's kind of where they're at. Whoa, 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 wait. He meets the mom and he's like, yeah, hey, like, let me tell you about my past marriages. Like, yeah, four of them. It's like, yeah, I actually ran off with my wife's cousin and married her in the past. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, he's he is something special. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And then you get like Chevelle and Quaylon, which Chevelle actually has her stuff together and like really put together. Quaylon actually seems like he's kind of grounded as well. They have um, a chance of success here. Yeah, very much so. Um, they actually end up going back to meeting Chevelle's daughter, go back to um, Kansas City, I believe. And uh, now they're actually at her house and he gets to meet the mom. Um, got to get, get a little bit of grilling from the mom about, you know, what to do and where things are. But, uh, you know, yeah, taking he, it in stride. He has no restrictions on him. So he's free to, to move about the country. You're free to move about the cabin. Yep. Um, I think your favorite, potentially one of your favorites, Sean and Destiny. <laughs> Was inter- I'm, we'll say I'm invested in their storyline. Not Maybe not my favorites. Um, Destiny just wants to party now that she's in Vegas, and she convinces Sean, to, instead of having a dinner party or di- to hang out at his house with his two friends, with the guy that he works with and his wife, they decide to go to um, uh, Stage Door, which been to stage works quite a few times in Vegas, which is right off the strip behind, I believe old Bally's. Um, it okay. actually, I, I was, cur- I, I was like, where are they? This must be downtown, but it, it's, it's right behind it. It's right. Like the strip is like block, like half a block away okay. um, right off the strip. Um, but basically it's like in a strip mall kind of gas station looking parking lot and the stage door is known for their hot dogs and you see them eating hot dogs and they look like they classed it up a little bit. Stage door had a, had a, had a lease sign on the front of their building saying night every year it goes down. Like how many more years they have left in their lease. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if their lease is ever going to be uh, picked up again, but, um, it's still there. Um, it's still very much a non-strip hangout bar and casino, <laughs> basically video poker and bar, but, uh, 
she gets hammered and she talks about how she's going to do whatever the fuck she wants, no matter what Sean wants to do. Yeah, she's, he needs to lock that stuff down for like whatever number of days or weeks it is he needs for his $50,000. And then she can do whatever she wants. Well, the previews for next week shows that this ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> Go figure. He needs to lock her in the closet or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's just not good. Not good for Sean. He seems like a decent dude for the most part. He had a nice house. I mean, Jesus, yeah. that house was spotless, very new. I'm like, had been Sean's re- done okay for himself. Yeah. Not not great on the outside, but had been re- recently remodeled on the inside. And I, I even said, I was like, hey, it's not a terrible place he lives in here. Yeah. Sean seems like he has his shit together somewhat. Um, yes, it seems like he has parts of his life together. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Um, one person that seems to have his shit together but does not make any sense why he's doing this is Tyrese and Shonda. Tyrese was known for his big blue suit from last week, looking like the established that Will and I could both fit in his pants. Yeah, looking like the son of a preacher man. Um, Shonda, we didn't know if we were getting out of prison or not. She was actually sent to the bus station. She went from a different side of the prison, so he never saw her. Meets her at the bus station, picks her up, makes her change clothes. Um, he just keeps talking about her fat ass, and now uh, he can't wait to have sex with her. The key time's running out. Her though is she insinuates that there was more than one person outside of prison supporting her, not just Tyrese. Yep. So that'll be interesting. Also, Destiny keep pushing how she's going to have sex with other women, and even talks about trying to bang his buddy's wife. So. We have a lot of these, you know, situations. This is very typical where um, we they get out. Yeah, they're very much involved with someone else. Sometimes it's somebody they were in prison with, somebody somebody outside of prison. But it's pretty typical stuff for this for this uh, this franchise. But it only will get better. We're gonna find out more about your favorite um, next week. I'm sure. I with, hope. Uh, wait, 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 to wrap up, Shonda. Oh yeah. Not just other men. Eight or nine other men. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. and also like I'm you alluded to this, but like Tyrese, the head scratcher is like why can't you find another woman? Like and like not to be rude or ugly, but I'm gonna be rude and ugly. Like she she ain't anything special. Yep. Like what's the deal, Tyrese? Yep. No, I know. That's I don't know. It's sad. He actually has a family that supports him, stuff like that. It seems like he has, you know, got his financial situation, you know, on, on lockdown. And just, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Only thing I think of is that these are people that are trying to control other people. And this is the best way to do it is get somebody that needs your help more than they need your help. You need their help. So. And there's Lindsay and Scott, right? Your favorite. <laughs> Who Lindsay technically hasn't even appeared on the show, but, um, I and we don't know if she ever will. Like I, I told you, but without going too deep into it, I did some deep diving on her, and it sounded like uh, when she got out of jail, she didn't do so hot on the outside, and and we'll and we'll leave it at that. But uh, I'm hoping some of that's captured on the show. If not, um, I'm hoping there's some kind of follow up afterwards to like update us on on her whereabouts. Oh, they'll update us. And they, if, if you watch the show long enough, you'll see that they have all these before and after and middle and during things. That they catch you up on all the people. So, so you, so you watch the you watch Ninety Day, and I'm familiar with like the other way and like 
before the 90 day and, and then the 90 day whatever is there an alternate version of love after lockup or is this the only yeah there's life after lockup which is like the follow-up um usually not as good just because oh, okay, you, so revisiting some of the couples yeah you you're just catching up to where they are so and like sometimes you know it's like oh that's where they're going now but it's a lot of like the same people and they're going to the same shit over and over and it's still not working out so are, are they are they ever do they ever end up together yeah some some do okay some actually do like my money's on Quaylen and chevelle like that's where my money is on this season but i don't know i i i could see Place your bets if he doesn't go back to prison i could see it working for um uh, Jessica and Maurice, but TBD there. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I uh, want to talk about some some Bravo. Let's do it. Bravo TV. What show? Uh, you want to go below deck? To start. Yeah. I'll let you start with that. So we we had the continuation um, this week, last night, uh, Monday night, of what I'll, what I'll just call like the jackass charter guest that didn't like anything or maybe they're when you would just call them like the unappreciative redneck charter guest. Um, and in the continuation of Tom's first charter as the chef and like nothing really happened. Nope. Like things kind of worked. And then we got, they, they wrapped up the charter. It was pretty uneventful. They got their tip Captain Sandy said, we have a big day tomorrow sailing to Ibiza. And uh, no one's going out tonight. Just clean up and we'll get ready to rest up. And then the very, la- like, five seconds from the end of the show, we get, hi, guys, it's me, Aisha. Ah! Aisha. Yeah. Um, Love Aisha. I mean, she's only going to be here for, I guess, the final week, the final which is be seven episodes or whatever. There must be like a three-part reunion or something built into these seven episodes, or they're going. Or Johnny Damon has taken a eight-day charter. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens because it's definitely the drama's not over. We see more of things falling apart and fighting and whatnot. But um, what's Tom the- and Malia are still together. So whatever happens in this season, we know that they're still together at this point. Well, that's good. Um, Malia is just like the target of all kinds of hate on the interwebs like everyone is on her and like it feels a little unjust to me what's your take on all the anger pointed towards her i mean we've talked about it like how she's definitely got sandy under her thumb and like she gets kind of to pull her rank whenever she wants with sandy and gets her way like even this episode when she's like Rob comes into the 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 dinner room, whatever they have their their, their uh, hangout area, and like Captain Sandy's sitting there, and he's like trying to kind of like talk to Malia about something. Captain Sandy's right there, and immediately, Malia just kind of like lays into him about stuff. I thought that and was Sandy, and Sandy's got his got her back again. It's like that was not something that was set up to be that way, most likely, but it happened again. It just like. It's just like, it's a lot of favoritism. And I think that's the problem with the season. It's like Malia's gotten so much favoritism where not everybody else is getting that same, you know, same love. So I think that's where it comes from. And Malia's kind of got an attitude about it. Now, 
yes, this show has spun her in a certain way because of things that have happened. But like you see her helping out the kitchen and other stuff, you know, like she's a hard worker and I will never knock her for that. She does a good job. But like her crew's kind of infighting with themselves and kind of being kind of bitchy and pissy. And she's getting really upset about it. But like those guys have done a great job all season. There's been very few fuck ups on their side of the, the, the boat for, you know, not getting things done on time, anything breaking, falling apart. They've done a great job. So a little bit of infighting, a little bitch and moaning. It happens. It comes with it. It's the end of the season anyway. So all around, it's been a pretty good season for her and as they, far as work goes. And they've kind of just made us forget that Pete even exists. <laughs> I know. Like they did that whole like, um, that whole like note thing. And I'm like, was Pete a part of the whole note thing? Like leading up to Rob, you know, asking, s- telling Jessica he's going on a trip with her, which was like, is he going to propose to her? <laughs> I, like, why am I drawing a blank where they were, they were going to Bali? Is that right? Yeah. Bali, yeah. Um, but uh, so Abitha with Johnny Damon next week. Always like Johnny Damon. Um, he didn't come off cross super great last season, so he's here for redemption. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure they'll be buttoned up pretty good as far as being really nice to to the to the crew. Yeah. What, what a is there, like I know what Abitha is known for, but. Like, is there a big is there a big like festival or something? They do a lot of big uh, like EDM festivals and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's a party 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 place. I didn't know if there would maybe be some sort of auxiliary event that might prolong the the Damon. Uh... Maybe this is where all the cocaine from Malia happens. <laughs> this is where she goes up the deep end. Tom brought it. With, Tom brought it with him. Yeah, Tom just smuggling that shit on. Oh, along with his Valium and Xanax. <laughs> What's in the duffel bag? Kilo of blow. Right. Yeah, that was an right. old quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah, this episode was kind of ho-hum, but we just had one of the most crazy episodes, and, like, the last few weeks have been kind of just nuts all around, so, like, kind of needed a uh, kind of an even-keeled episode here. But it's not over yet. Tom still has some meltdowns in the kitchen. I think we're going to see a lot more craziness, but I'm loving Aisha coming back. Aisha! Aisha! Um, Roni, we, we talked about it. Dorinda's Dunzo. Um, we've, we've, we made it home from Mexico, right? Make it home. Mexico. Yeah. From Cancun. Yeah. They came, they made it back. Um, kind of a whole home episode as well. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I'll say it and then, and then I'll move on. Like there's just a lot of drunkenness this season to, to, oh, totally. to, to sum it up very succinctly. But, but like, compared to Beverly Hills, like, every week, there's something, there's always some kind of new something, where Beverly Hills, it's like, we're still talking about the same thing, and that's, <laughs> and that's Denise, and whatever bullshit's going on with that. At yeah. least Roni has some other things kind of moving around in different locations, so I give them that much, but I agree, it's a lot of drunkenness with them. I remember you, you said this last season, you said... What it takes an entire season for Beverly Hills to do happens in one episode of New York. That's true. It's very true. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's another podcast, the Bitch Sesh podcast with uh, Casey Wilson, um, who's we spent Saturday Night Live, and uh, her partner, Danielle. Really awesome. They do all the Bravo stuff, and like they, they know so much about these shows, but they have been saying it for a while, and I'm like, I finally see that. Now that I've really paid attention to Roni for a couple years now, like straight, and Beverly Hills I've watched the whole time, you just kind of it just makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious to see which of the shows that we know are m- maybe in production uh, 
comes up next on Bravo. Of course, still $11 million listing. I, I, I'm re- telling everyone that I, that'll listen uh, that they need to watch. Uh, but uh, on a different network and in a different vein than really anything we talk about, Hard Knocks, Los Angeles Rams, Los Angeles Chargers. Like, first time they've done two teams. Is that right? Yep. And like, I'm not a haven't traditionally been a Hard Knocks watcher. Watched some last year, but I'm 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 into it this season. It's it's kind of got this interesting wrinkle with COVID. It's it's my probably my favorite like yearly uh, show that comes on. It's awesome. I like it's just the coverage they get, the access they get. This is why I love the F1 show, Need for the uh, Need for Speed, or whatever it's called, um, because it's just like that. It is you're in the in the mix. You see them. You actually get to know the players, the people. You see what's drive, really happening. It's drive great. Drive. Drive. Yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. I there's there are two episodes in. Third episode airs here tonight, Tuesday night. Um. Feels like the Chargers are a lot more buttoned up around COVID than the Rams. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, uh, it feels that way. I also think because Anthony Lynn, the head coach of the Chargers, actually had it, where it's like, yeah. But like the fact that he had it and he's like openly talking about it, I think is awesome. And I think it needs to be shown that these guys are tough dudes. And to see someone that's like played in the NFL, been a coach for a long time, the guy is still jacked. It's like, this is. And then Andrew Whitworth as well, former LSU Tiger, actually was at school when he was there. He talks about how he was just his his nanny went to lunch and came back and the whole family ended up getting it and it's like yeah I, I love kind of just like, yeah he's the he's the grandpa out here yeah he's thirty eight uh, yeah I know I actually went to his apartment after LSU game they actually flew in after the game and he went to his apartment he's sitting up on his apartment knees just iced down and he's a massive a man and just and he's across the street from our buddy's apartment so we went over there and hung out and like had a few beers super nice guy but i was like this guy's a massive <laughs> oh yeah, yeah and he was only like 22 at the time maybe 21 yeah you mentioned with uh, coach land on the chargers which uh I, he said something that that was really um really relevant and in, in in something that people could could take in and that was I'm so used to being able, being the one in charge and being able, being the one to, to help and being a part of the solution. But when I had COVID, I was the problem Yeah, and I couldn't yep. do anything. Um, and that was a, an interesting way of putting in an interesting perspective. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the highlight of this most recent episode for me was the, Million dollar listing, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> and it, Boy, that house was pretty cool. But I like they don't custom show houses uh, and and that way on a million dollar listing. It's like yeah, we have your kids all over this house. We have video yeah. presentations built into the house. They had like video shot of people talking about him, and then like it's like testimonials. I'm like, what like, is this? Jalen Ramsey's definitely moving to this house. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to be hard not to. Only thing is, we were looking around and like, unless there was some kind of other area you didn't see, I didn't see a pool there. Then the, the, he talked about it. He's like, they were like, you could put in a pool right here. Oh my god! Like there should be a pool. Like you're in the middle of the desert right there. There yeah. needs to be a pool. Figure out where they were. Yeah, no clue. It's, He's got to be in the hills somewhere, right? Because there was, I think it's got to be in Orange County. Yeah, uh, like I mean, it was desolate. I mean, there was houses around the mountainside, but like it was just nothing but dirt. So you know, that's gonna take a long time for anything to build up around that, as far as like grow, I guess. Yeah, that 
it was a, a sweet pad and a, and a nice crossover <laughs> kind of buff. Uh, no listing in that. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. I like that there's two teams that you don't. I don't get bored with one team. I just get to bounce back and forth. We've already done the Rams. That's the only problem. The Rams have already been done on this show. So this is nothing new, new, but the Chargers new. But it is cool to see both teams, and they do a good job of cutting back and forth. Um, I, I like the show's awesome. I just don't think you, we ever really get to see who these people are. So we always think these NFL players are blah, 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 blah. But, like, this is their job. This is what they have to be good at. And they have to just really work really hard for it. I mean, it's not easy. So uh, I like the humanization of this. They're not just – uh, was it was it, football players? <laughs> was it McVeigh era Rams when they were yeah. the run? Yeah, it was, okay. it was only a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. So, but I didn't watch that one, so it's new to me. <laughs> no, but it's awesome. I mean, like it's still it's still awesome. The team's evolved. I mean, like they have new players, some new players. But like Aaron Donald's a beast. That guy is just a, a specimen of a person. Yeah, they have like the best defensive lineman and the best cornerback in the league on their yeah. defense. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, they should be pretty good. But I, I'm looking forward to this Charger season. It's cool to see them playing with Tarad, and they also have Justin Herbert. So I want to could do I, a lot. I want to get to know those guys a little more. Yeah, so. they will. They'll do a good. It's only with the third episode. Unfortunately, there's only four episodes. But like they usually start getting in by third episode, you start really seeing it. The only thing that sucks. Wait, there's only four episodes. There's five. So that usually this usually runs through the preseason. Unless they have this one long, elongated longer. Usually this runs through the preseason, and the last preseason game is when the season ends. So well, it's like I mean, five or six weeks. I mean, we still have... I, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. It's probably like six or seven episodes. It's not very long, though. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but we it, still it starts several weeks before the season starts. Right. Um, actually, no, we have two weeks, two, three weeks. This first game is the September 10th. It's oh. only two weeks away, dude. Maybe I need to schedule some fantasy football drafts. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I uh, yeah yeah on top of that, but so they usually run this through the preseason, and the last preseason game is where it ends because when the season starts, there's no preseason. That's really what sucks about this is that we're watching guys that are rookies that may never make the team because they're not going to chance to play. They're talking about Austin Eckler, the running back for the Chargers. He is a standout in preseason. That's the only reason why he's playing in the NFL now. He's actually he's actually getting paid. So like, it's gonna be a tough year. Football is be interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we actually get to talk sports. Legitimately talk sports on this. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. Um, I I don't dislike either one of those teams. So I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I, I have a reason to hate the Rams, but it was the refs' fault. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just hate the ref, not the Rams. Uh, Basically, I talked about Love Island already. Um, that's on every night uh, tonight. Uh, show that I like the world doesn't Siesta key wraps up their, their season. They're actually doing a reunion. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about it. I, I, each week I'm, it's odd now, but I'm able to put a bow on all of the shows for the week. And, and I'm, I'm never behind anymore. I'm just continually caught up, which between scripted and unscripted, that used to be not be the case, but here in quarantine, it is. That's the way it goes. Anything else for you before we get out of here? Uh, no. Uh, I think we covered a lot. Um, yep. Looking for seeing how Big Brother shakes up this week, and uh, seeing. Uh, can't wait to watch. Uh, oh, was it Midnight tonight? And um, we just talked about it. Hard Knocks. The world is our oyster. It's all ahead of us this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to remind everybody where they can find us on the interwebs before we go. 
for totally uh follow us on twitter after reality pod like the after reality tv podcast page on facebook and follow us on instagram at after reality podcast subscribe or download them pod those podcasts spotify apple google or stitcher and check out our pod our website for our podcast at afterrealitypodcast.com and you can find me at i fell over 45 on instagram and twitter but first but first see what i did there um you can find me on spencer kit on twitter at spencer kitley that's all one word and until we chat again uh be good be safe be healthy and we'll talk soon good night